this is Tuesday, uh, nine o'clock. Just wanted to start off this morning by thanking everybody that been following us, uh, helping us, supporting us, all the things you do for uh, Living Vine Ministries. Thank you guys for everything. Uh, it has been an awesome ride, especially with what's going on now. It seems as though the Lord's really uh, expanding our boundaries and our borders and different places. And man, the Lord has been good. It's been powerful. We just came back from Ignited Church down in Lakeland, Florida. I don't know if you guys remember that place, but uh, that was where the revival broke out and lasted a while. And uh, we had a, a, a taste of something Sunday. I can't say that it would be revival, but I can say that it was the Lord. Uh, nobody wanted to leave that morning. After I got through speaking, I mean, or as I was speaking, even the Lord just started showing up in his manifest presence. And uh, when I was finished, I just, you know, sat down and and nobody moved. And uh, when nobody's leaving church uh, and want to stay because Jesus is there, man, what a sign. And uh, it's it was a quite a trip, but moving on. <laughs> I want to share something uh, that's pretty dear to me because uh, I, I got to, years ago, I got to be a part of, of something that I haven't seen in a long time. Uh, it was a, a meeting uh, years and years ago, I would say back in 2000, uh, maybe 2003, 2004 somewhere in there, maybe 2004. And uh, I saw the power of God actually show up in a church that had invited us to come and speak, but it was different. It was one of those moments where the Lord was wooing that church uh, unto himself. Uh, basically, you know, we can see even in history that a lot of the signs, a lot of the wonders, even the healings, was not about healings. It was about trying to gather his people, wooing his people into back into his bosom again, back into his heart. And uh, I have missed that several times. I've gotten stuck or, or focused on the movements of God instead of what the movement is trying to do with me, what it's trying to woo me in. I don't know if you guys have ever had supernatural provision, you know, given to you. I have, and I, when I was given supernatural provision, I've had literally money when I was uh, really down and out and needed some money, had children, and a $100 bill, you know, appear in, on the floor in the living room the next morning when we wake up. You know, I thought, man, you know, this is supernatural provision. That was great. And went and bought some groceries. But uh, even though he was giving me provision, the foundation of that provision could have been more provision if I would have taken that as it, the Lord trying to woo me into his heart and get me back into relationship with him. Most of the things that you see with the power of God in your life is God trying to woo you into a, a deeper dimension of his intimacy. But sometimes us as Christians, you know, 
we assume that we love God and, you know, and get focused on the, on the, the signs and the wonders of what he's doing for us instead of what he's saying to us through the signs. And, uh, if you get a lot of supernatural things that start happening to you, that doesn't mean you're always that you're, you're a man of God or, uh, you're special. It, it a lot of times it means that he's trying to woo you in and get you closer to a place of intimacy with, with Jesus Christ. And a lot of us really miss it. And including me, I've, I've missed it. I don't know how many times. And, uh, I've gotten into praising the provision instead of really praising him. And uh, that's what Jesus did. You know, Jesus, when he came, uh, he did all of these signs and wonders and did all of these healings, uh, not because he, he was doing it just like in ministry, he was in ministry mode. He really did it because he loved us. He was doing it out of love and he was wooing us into, back into the intimacy of God. But most of the people didn't catch that, and they went after signs instead of the you know instead of the person, and that's still the issue sometimes today, you know. And uh, there's a place here in Scripture I just want to read this. This is Jesus in uh, John 10 verse 34. It's just, he says, he says, it is not written. Is it not written in your law? I said, you are gods. If he called them gods to whom the word of God came and the scripture cannot be broken. Do you say of him whom the father sanctified and sent into the world? You're blaspheming because I said, I am the son of God. If I do not do the works of my father, do not believe me. You believe that? He, so he, he bends himself, he humbles himself, and he says, if, do not believe me, but if I do, though you do not believe me, believe the works that you may know and believe that the Father is in me and I in him. In other words, God had dropped the, the, the bar so low to people that weren't believing him, blaspheming him, you know, cursing him, and he says, hey, listen, I tell you what, it's okay if you don't believe me, believe in all the power that's manifesting and all the works that's going on so that you can believe. That's how desperate he was to get them into the heart of the Father. But yet they were so, their hearts were so hardened, they didn't even accept that as well. Isn't that sad? And so... Uh, the Lord has done that in my life several times where I have really focused more on the signs and, and put a belief system in the signs instead of taking the signs and, and, and saying to myself, oh my goodness, this is an area of intimacy that I need with Jesus that I don't have. I don't know how many times if he's done this in your life, but my Lord, uh, he's done it a lot of times in my life. And of course, after, you know, at the end of his ministry, Jesus at the end says, Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the one who kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to her. How often I wanted to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, but you were not willing. See, your house is left desolate, to, uh, has left, is left to you desolate. For I say to you, you shall see me no more 
till you, till you say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And of course, we know that after, you know, the crucifixion, him being raised from the dead, you know, Jerusalem is basically destroyed and surrounded by the enemy. He prophesied it. And a lot of times that's what happens. If you don't, if they don't embrace the real movement of God, the real intimacy of God that truly shows himself to you, to where you can't deny that it is God and you still reject it, what happens is you draw destruction where he was trying to draw you into life. If you'll draw into that life that he's trying to give to you by his signs and his wonders and, and his provision, and you draw into that life, then life becomes life in your life. You, you, things start to prosper. Things start to happen in, in more of a, a positive way instead of a negative way. But a lot of times if we reject it, uh, we find ourselves in this place of destruction. Our house will be in a place of destruction. And that's what happened in this God story. Uh, I was at a church. They had invited me, and, I, uh, and so I took some really good friends of mine that were part of our church, and uh, I wanted them to come with me and, and help minister there. A wonderful church, had wonderful people, a wonderful house uh, that had real true love uh, uh, for people there. And uh, it, it was the first time we've ever been there. And uh, we walked in, started the service, and as soon as the service started, uh, signs and wonders started showing up. So much so, it was scary. Uh, there was what one point uh, where I was teaching the leadership the, the leadership, as I was teaching the leadership, the leadership of how Jesus does things instead of how religion for, causes us to do things. As I was sharing it, I could, I could feel and hear their unwillingness to really believe in what I was putting out there. And they, they were stubborn. And in the, in the heart of God, as I'm sharing, and I, I shared a, a certain principle and a certain love of Jesus, a feather just appears right in front of me to let the people, let the leadership know that, hey, this is me. I want you to come in. I want you to take this and really come into me, be, be close with me. And it, when it appeared, I mean, people just, the leaders just went nuts. They couldn't believe what was going on. It basically scared them because they were, basically uh, rejecting the word that was being spoken that was coming from God. And so God in his sovereignty, since they were rejecting the word, he sent a sign so that they could maybe, if they could believe in the works, they could believe in the intimacy of God. And they were just in awe. So much so that uh, we, after we finished one of the meetings, we went over to a one of the houses to eat, they, I think they were making crawfish etouffee for us. And, and uh, as I'm sitting there uh, at the table, another feather appears and a friend of mine, his name's Randy, uh, everybody, of course, then there were so many signs that were showing up. Uh, everybody was trying to get a feather, you know, and the feather just showed up instantly at the table and everybody was trying to run to grab it. And my friend Randy just held out his hand and it floated over there and just landed in his hand. And uh, it was like I'm, the feather was a real message that I'm going to be drawn 
to those that are drawing to me. I'm not, no, I'm not going to let those try to control. I'm not going to let those that have a spirit of control that just want to, you know, go after the signs. I, I want to draw near to those that are actually really wanting to draw near to me as a person. And truly that's why it was, uh, landed in, in Randy's hand is because he is one that is after the intimacy of God. He's after the person of God. And so it's draw that, that love is drawn to him, puts it in God, puts it right in his hand. Man, if you do you ever want to have the love of God right in your hands? Do you ever want to put in your life like that, where it's tangible, where he is drawn to you because your life is always being drawn to him? Well, there were so many signs. There were so many uh, wonders that happened. The last meeting, uh, uh, the, the band was, you know, playing the worship and I was looking for the leader, the main leader, and I couldn't find him. So I went to the back where his office was and uh, there he was with his hand in his, with his hands over his face. And uh, I said, you okay? And he said, yes. He said, I don't know what to do. I said, what do you, what do you mean? I don't, you don't know what to do. He said, uh, I don't know what to do. You I don't think I can, I don't think I can make this turn. And man, he was just, there was a war going on in his spirit because he was so used to doing church life instead of Jesus life. He was so used to, you know, getting a message and coming to church, doing the three songs, taking up the offering. And God had totally messed that up. And all of his people had really embraced it and they were going after God. They wanted God in their hearts. These were Christians, but they were Christians following a form of Christ instead of Christ himself. And now they really have seen him and they've taken the signs and they've gone after him. They're wanting more of him. And they were just, a lot of his people were just weeping, you know. I was weeping because I knew it was a sign for me that God was drawing me closer. And uh, it broke me. Because I was thinking, man, if this stuff is happening, is showing up in in with these people, and it's showing up with me, then there's an area in me that needs more intimacy of God. You always got to remember, you know, those signs and wonders is not just for them; it's for us as well to wake up. And uh, and I said, he said, I don't think I can make the turn. I said, I tell you what, I will help you make the turn. If you can just trust God and let him take control because these signs and wonders are drawing you in. He said, I understand that since you've taught that, but I don't know if I can make it. He said, will you truly help me? And I said, yeah, I'll help you. Well, you know, we finally, I finally got him talked into it, you know, and he comes out and we, and the Lord shows up again, last meeting. And, and it's just, everybody just, uh, wailing, crying. I mean, there's such a tangible presence of Jesus in the room and everybody just wanting Jesus. It got to a point to where nobody was even looking at the signs anymore. They were just calling out to Jesus. Man, wouldn't that be awesome? That the, the hand of God be so strong and signs and wonders not be the point not be the crescendo of a meeting that it gets so heavy with intimacy that 
We're not even looking at the signs. We're using the signs to get us closer to the Lord. And we're not even worried about signs and wonders. We're on our face before Jesus while he's just doing all these wonders, you know, because that's what happens when Jesus truly shows up. All of heaven has to show up, you know. And uh, there was so much intimacy on that last night. It was like the Lord was trying to uh, seal up. Okay, you're going to follow me. Let's go, you know. And the people were willing to go. And uh, and I told him, I said, we're, we're going to help you. And the meeting was over and went to go eat and we talked and had a great conversation, I thought. And uh, But the next Sunday after we had left and God wanted to still reside there, uh, he showed up uh, that next Sunday. The Lord showed up that next Sunday, but the leader still wanted to stay in the form of godliness instead of be godliness and let godliness to control uh, the the church. He didn't want the spirit to control the church and uh, the, the spirit of God, that is. And uh, he shut it down. He started his same formats. He wanted the band to do this. He wanted to everything to be in order the way it has been. Matter of fact, he even said that. I want everything to go back the way it started, the way we had it. And uh, people, as soon as he did it that Sunday, people started walking out instantly. And his house became desolate. Everybody left, literally. It, it almost drove this leader insane because he didn't embrace that visitation and that invitation of God's intimacy. <clears throat> and he had come to that point, to that turn in his ministry and his life, mainly his life, that he had to turn. But he rejected, he rejected God. And when he rejected God, it was just like what Jesus is saying here in Matthew 23 and uh, verse 37. Your house is left to you desolate. Man, I'm going to tell you, this is coming. There's such love that's coming uh, on the earth that it's going to travel the earth and give invitations to those that want him, want him. They don't want, not, not his ministry. They want Jesus. He's going to open his heart out once again, and he's going to give an invitation to have him in their house. He's not going to give an invitation to have his ministry. He's going to give an invitation to have all of him and all of his intimacy. And if we're not careful, and we reject it because he's going to show himself strong and we reject it. We just want, you know, the good stuff. We just want to have the signs, wonders, and all the movements of God. And we start going after the movement instead of the invitation of having his heart. What will happen here is that he will disappear. Because that's what happened, you know, in scripture, of course. We see that they tried to make him king because of all of his movements and his power 
and they tried to make his movements king instead of because they were wanting his power to take control, you know, and just take control of everything through his power, you know, and they were focusing more on the power and the movement instead of the invitation for them to be changed so that they can have God themselves. They don't have to grab something in order to have it. He was wanting them to have it in their own hearts, you know, and, uh, he disappeared. And of course we do see in history that the house was left desolate. And that's what happened to this place is that, I mean, just, a, I think it was like a few months after the, the spirit of God was rejected, that invitation was rejected. Uh, God shut it down. There was no longer a church. Everybody left. And it just, just about drove the, the leader insane. As a matter of fact, I think even after that, he had a nervous breakdown. I was so broken. And I, I, it was such a, a, a fear of the Lord uh, that even came upon me to watch it. Because the Lord would, would put my hand, hand, it's like he tied my hands, you know, together and said, don't touch this. Don't try to make this thing change. I've already done it myself and it's been rejected. And uh, I weeped over it. And it taught me a big lesson that when God does something sovereign in my life, and I embrace it at the time and then go on about my life and do what I want to do, I'm basically in sin. It's kind of like when God does supernatural provision in your life and then it comes back around and you're needing you know, provision again and you start grumbling and complaining when he's already showed you that he's your provider supernaturally and you start grumbling and complaining, then that is sin now to our lives when he does something supernatural and then we grumble and complain when it comes back around. It's, it's an eye-opening experience. And it really broke me. Uh, and I, I don't want to see that happen again. Because to, to see God's open arms sovereignly come and show his heart, just open his whole heart up, up to show his people, you know, who he really is. Not just in signs and wonders. There was such a, there was an awareness of intimacy in the air that you could not deny. And you knew it was Jesus. For him to open up his heart and then for them to say, I don't want it. And they reject that thing of God then they're basically saying, I would rather have a desolate house full of religion and form and the way I want to do, get it done than to have God's heart. I mean, that is scary. And that is really going to go on again. Kind of like Ananias and Sapphira. They had tasted the powers of the age. They, had, they knew the power of God. That they, they relied on against him and the Lord struck them dead. Their whole house went desolate in an instant. And that's the thing about, you know, us walking in deeper relationship with the Lord, the deeper relationship that you walk with the Lord, the deeper responsibility that we've got. But, uh, 
we can do it. Because he, if he's given us deep love and he's given us deep invitations, man, then that means that he's given us the type of shoulders and the responsibility and the discipline to be able to carry it. But we've got to drop our old stuff, our, our undisciplined self, and really start walking in that love because it's going to take two. It's going to take us and the Lord. We partner with the Lord. We walk with him. We don't walk for him. If you're walking for him, you think that he's just, he's not there and, and you're doing something for him, you know, and you're going to, uh, you think that he's, he's going to be somewhere after you die, you know? And so you do the things for him. You have a mentality that you're not with him. You have a mentality that one day I'll be with him. So I've got to do this for him, you know, and uh, that's not true. He's actually wanting to show us that he is actually with us. I mean, in a real revelatory way, in a way that he opens his heart up and you say, my goodness, he is with me. And you know that you know that you know. So that's my story. That go after his intimacy. If he's giving you signs, if he's giving you wonders, if he's... Uh, if he's done something supernatural for you in your life, remember back and grab the invitation. Just maybe if you, if, because sometimes we're ignorant of these things and you didn't know it was an invitation, you, we can look back and go, oh my goodness, Lord, I missed that invitation. I was more focused on you giving me provision and doing a miracle for me instead of seeing that the miracle is an invitation to get to you to come into a deeper place with you. Can you help me get there? And I guarantee you, he will help you if we humble ourselves and ask him. Because God just doesn't want to dwell around us. He wants to possess his temple. I in him and he in I. To where he is literally living in us and it's no longer us that live and we our true life then starts to manifest, not only outside, but our true life in Christ manifests within. That's where we want to go. The indwelling uh, spirit of God, where he dwells in, in us in a way to where he has, taken he has taken over his temple. Where the old man is no longer the sitting on the throne and here, it's the new man, Christ. The mind of Christ is now enthroned and taking over this area. I hope that makes sense. So go after him. He may even do a, you know, a, a miracle for you today. Miracles are great and wonders are great, but they're invitations. They're, they're like graduation invitation cards. Hey, would you come in? They're, they're called, they're, they're sounds of messengers. Mess, they're like messengers to his wedding feast. Hey, would you please come in? They're calling us in. And we're going to see a lot of this. And we've really got to know Jesus because there will be signs and wonders that won't even be from him. And even the, it says even the elect could be tricked. And so we better start taking these real invitations that we know is Jesus so that we can start knowing him so that we will not be tricked 
in these end days. I hope that makes sense. Well, grace, grace to you guys. And we're going over to Africa uh, this Saturday. We leave for Africa. And I'll be in South Africa for a while. Uh, and then we'll go up to Swaziland to see some folks up there. Can't wait to get there. I haven't seen my family in a while there. I, uh, they're wonderful people. We're trying to uh, get a building uh, uh, built there for the young adults. Uh, just got an email that we're still, I mean, Africa's government is a little different than ours, and that takes longer. I, don't, I can't, I don't, I don't even know how long we've been working on this stuff, but uh, please pray that we get breakthrough to really break ground because uh, trying to just break ground is tough there. Uh, there's a lot of um, crooked things that go on in the government there. And uh, we need God's help to get it, to get it changed. But I, I've, I've seen something in Africa and South Africa that, uh, that I keep looking for. I keep looking that uh, I keep seeing this fire that's going to start in South Africa and move all the way up through the country. And uh, I believe it's going to happen. And I, I keep going over there looking for it, waiting on it to start. I believe it's going to start with little ambers, but uh, hey, I'll take a little amber for a while. As long as I'm burning and as long as there's something, you know, burning of God, hey, I, I'll sit around it. I'll be a part of it. But I pray for us if you can. My back has been out. I've, I've uh, pulled my back out. And I've, my back has been out for a, a week now or over a week now. And uh, it's pretty excruciating. So please pray for, for that if you don't mind. Because I, I mean a 15, 16 hour trip on a plane with your back out is no fun. I'm praying that the Lord would uh, heal it this week. But uh, thank you guys for tuning in. We love you so much. Thanks for uh, praying for us as we pray for you. Thank you for your support. Uh, we have our school coming up in in uh, July, and I pray for that because it's uh, it's going to be an intimate time. There's going to be a lot of deliverance. There'll be a lot of things that uh, people will cough up that uh, have been a part of the system of the world and. You know, a lot of that takes a lot of endurance uh, for those that, for, that are, will be running the school and for us. And, uh, but I'm praying that we all just get whacked by the love of God and that everybody leaves on fire for Jesus and have another part of Jesus knowing that he's taken over inside of them when they leave here. That when they go into maybe ministry, they won't even know that they're in ministry anymore. They'll love people, and that be the ministry of God. But uh, that's where we're at. So thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. We love you so much. Have a great day.